0: This is The Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Let's bring Richard Zussman back. He's the Global News online journalist. He's based in Victoria to kind of break down what we've been dealing with today. Richard, thanks for joining us once again.
1: Yeah, my pleasure, Joe.
0: So we heard from Mike Farnworth not too, too long ago. Here's just a little bit of what he said.
1: I am declaring a provincial state of emergency. This declaration will make sure federal, provincial, and local resources are delivered in a joint, coordinated way to protect the people of our province. This is an all-hands-on-deck approach. The declaration also includes the means to secure critical supply chains to ensure people have access to essential goods and services and that any infrastructure necessary to support the response to COVID-19 is readily available.
0: Uh, so Richard, people might be wondering because yesterday Dr. Bonnie Henry talked about declaring the public health emergency. Now we have the state of emergency uh, all about giving uh, officials and government extra powers. So what does this actually do though, for both the health emergency and this now this state of emergency?
1: Yeah, it's a great question, Jill. And one of the things I think that uh, confuses a lot of people, these are just such unrare times, right? And we have rarely seen these powers used. So uh, I'm about to press publish on the updated version of our web story. So there's lots of details in there around the powers um, of the public uh, emergency as well as the public health emergency. But the main differences are, uh, Minister Farnmer said, the Order now allows for greater coordination uh, between levels of government. Uh, it also ensures uh, that there is a sup- uh, control potentially of the supply chain. Uh, right now, the supply of goods is high. You know, the, the province has been talking to the retail council and there's a lot of things available to fill our grocery stores and, and provide essential needs. But if that changes, there is now a power for the province uh, to potentially ration uh, and put caps on uh, what people can purchase. Uh, Minister Farnworth also announcing today about uh, Ban on the resale of essential goods. So we've seen all these stories, which I think has been appalling to a lot of members of the public, of people hoarding supplies, wipes, uh, masks, other goods, and then reselling them. That is now illegal in British Columbia based on the powers. But the Health Act that was announced yesterday also has a lot of powers as well. You know, uh, Dr. Bonnie Henry has the power now uh, to enforce rules around social distancing, around crowd size. So if uh, people are breaking those rules, the provincial government has the authority with under the Health Act uh, to step in and fix that as well. So there, there are some similarities, but ultimately the decision today, a provincial state of emergency, just adds another layer in terms of coordination with municipalities as well as, you know, just just providing more options for the provincial government.
0: And at the same time, trying not to cause any more panic. I remember right. asking Dr. Henry a couple of weeks ago, it was probably three weeks ago now, it was right after Washington State had declared a state of emergency, asking what it would take to get it in this province. And it made sense at the time. She said, we already have the powers we need to deal with what's happening. We don't want people to panic. We don't want that to happen. Well, how quickly things change and we get to the point we are now. Uh, but hopefully this does the opposite. In the That the government officials can stop what you talked about, that uh, ridiculous and that horrible behavior that we're seeing, unfortunately, by some people and stop that and put people's minds at ease that they don't have to worry about the supply chain, that it's still fine.
1: Yeah. And that's one of the messages we continue to hear is the supply chain is strong. You know, we're seeing now stories about a run on liquor stores. There were a lot of rumors out there. I received lots of messages from people hearing the liquor stores are going to close. And now what we're seeing is people running to the liquor stores and buying what they believe they need. That is not the case. The stores are not closing and the provincial government says there is ample supply. And but... If things continue to escalate, there are different powers the province now has in order to enforce potential restrictions on the number of things that people can purchase at the store. They're not using those tools just yet, but the powers now do exist for the province to be able to step in here.
0: Uh, I noticed as well in the uh, powers for the, the declared the state of emergency yeah. uh, for today, uh, one of those is to control or pro- prohibit travel to or from any area of BC. Uh, there's a good chance uh, that we will never get to that point, hopefully, but also reassuring, I think, for people that should there be a cluster of this virus somewhere or something where people need yeah. to stay out of an area, the province can now order that.
1: Yeah, it's a great point you make there, Jill. And uh, it's something that I, I hope uh, the province doesn't have to do. And, and I know Minister Farnworth hopes he doesn't have to use that. He was asked the question today about, you know, the power of restricting movement. And he said a lot of that was dealt with federally around restrictment with the American border. And it doesn't seem like at this point they are going to use the power to restrict movement, obviously, within British Columbia. But as you mentioned, if we do see potential outbreaks in communities, uh, they have powers in order to evacuate people people from those communities, I think a lot of these measures we've seen applied during the provincial state of emergencies and back-to-back summers due to fire right? And during those situations, the province was able to tell people, you must leave your homes now. And if we do see an outbreak in certain communities, we may see something similar. The other one that stood out to me, Jill, as well, in the orders of a state of emergency, is the ability of the government to require workers of a certain field or expertise to go to work. I asked about that, if that will mean health officials. You know, we've heard a lot of retired doctors are coming back. Will the province ever considered requiring health officials who are either retired or not working in that field anymore to return to work. Uh, Minister Farnworth said... They have seen a huge response of retired workers wanting to come back to help. He says British Columbians instinctively know what they need to do here to help, and he hopes he doesn't have to use that power either. But it's a power that's there, and it's quite a strong tool to require workers if they feel like there's an influx and they're needed um, as as um, health uh, health officials in terms of doing uh, the frontline work that the, that could be required if this crisis continues um, as as we're seeing it.
0: All right, so we will leave it there. Richard, thank you so much. And we will talk to you again uh, soon, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, thanks, Jill, appreciate it.